0: Welcome to the all-new Forever Blue Shirts radio podcast, powered by foreverblueshirts.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the all-new Forever Blue Shirts podcast. But before we can go all-new, we have to say goodbye to the three gentlemen that have carried the show for over a year. I can't thank them enough. So I'm actually going to do a second intro, and I'm going to kick it off to John Luke Shapara.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Scultore. And this is the final installment of the old Forever Blue Shirts Radio Podcast. Good evening and welcome everyone at whatever time and date you are listening to this. I am John Luke Shaparo, going to be a former contributor of for 4B. We have our fellow contributors with us here today. We have Russell Hartman, who's been here the longest and is leaving with us with us here today. And we have Kevin Krupe, who Apparently is here, but we don't really know if he's here. Gentlemen, how are you doing this I'm evening? I'm here.
0: I'm
2: here. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, everything's pretty good. It's a bittersweet day. Yes, well, it as, is. As Darth Vader says, this will be a day long remembered.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't think we were going to go straight into the th- Star Wars theatrics,
3: but well, r- Can, you know, JL, you didn't say powered by Forever Blue. Shirts. Oh, mm. yes. Hold on. So it's not Le- powered right? by. Hold on. Pa- powered, hold by. on. powered by.
1: Powered by ForeverBlueShirts.com and Metamucil.
2: Oh, yes. We, uh, yes, we have the sponsor. Oh, now. wait, yes, take a 20-second yes. break. off. Uh, you need muscle and you're having problems yes. with your bowels, come down here. Look <laughs> the drug store.
1: All right, let's go. All <laughs> right, so first of all, thank you, for, Ant, for letting us introduce it, and now we will toss the duties back to you, kind sir.
0: Well, I, I appreciate that. I, I want to tell the listeners that going forward, they will not be hearing or subjected to PowerByFlore.com power power <laughs> <by> power. <laughs> <laughs> um, about 5 million times in well, one Well, you podcast. put it in the opening. So yeah, the air it every oh, time yeah. regardless. It's, it's there. It's there. Ke- Kevin even said from the very fr- from the onset, it's there. But you know, when you talk about beating a dead horse, there is nobody better at it than Kevin Krupe.
3: <laughs> thank uh, you. Thank <laughs> you for that lovely introduction. And here I go once again, powering myself by <laughs> ferventblueshirts.com And continue, right, please. Okay.
0: So here's what we're going to do. We're going to run down some of the hot topics. Um, we are talking about a week away from actual hockey games, basically, at this point. I mean, we're going to see live hockey games. Uh, you have the Rangers facing off against the Islanders in Exhibition on the 29th. That, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I expect that to be a regular-paced hockey game, to be honest with you guys. Uh, the, everyone's trying to get you know in a game shape, and they might as well get out of the gate hopping. Uh, but we talk about the news of the day. Uh, as this broke a few hours before this podcast, Brendan Lemieux finally we know took the NHL four months to figure out <laughs> he was going to be suspended for two games. By the way, somebody pretty close to Brendan Lemieux didn't didn't think he should be suspended, and I'm pretty sure that that person is furious today. Um, I saw the hit. I know you guys saw the hit. It was an interference call. Looked like incidental contact to the head. You know, Lemieux, that's a reputation suspension. I'm sorry. I've seen Ovechkin cream people into the boards with their face plastered into it and not so much as a slap on the wrist from the referee saying, you shouldn't do that. Nope, not not at all. But he can get away with it.
3: Let I like in, your right? I like your impersonation of JL. was very good. oh whoa 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 hey you're on my side Kevin jeez hmm. I'm on no one's side under this podcast is Kevin over. Kevin is already is people
2: under the bus yeah, everybody is and really, you're free and the bus.
0: these three guys are doing their own podcast so they'll give you the information at the end of the show and if you like this kind of banter and seeing you know JL get beat up repeatedly.
2: Oh no!
3: It's not. It's no, not beating like, up. It's yeah. more just like verbal abuse. Yeah, oh, I
0: guess. Oh. Oh. So anyway, oh. let's uh let's talk about a couple of things really quick. Let's talk about the forwards. Let's kind of project the forwards. And we know that at the end of the season against Colorado, Kreider was out. Giuseppe had moved up to the top line. He's not going to be there because Kreider's healthy. Woohoo! So. <laughs> Let's not argue about the top six because we all – I agree. And if somebody wants to say no, I disagree, fine. Top line, Kreider, Zibanejad, Bucinevich. Second line, Panarin, Strom, Fast. And
2: you were close. Oh. You were very oh. close. <laughs> you were very,
0: very you close. You the grand, grand. prize. You had, you had five of the top six Correct. Well, you would like to see Kako in the second line
2: or the first, or yes. the first line. The first or second know, line. Yes, you know, please. Quinn's,
3: you know Quinn's not going to do it. We all
2: know Quinn's yeah.
3: not going to do it. I hate to agree with Ant on this one. But I hate to agree You don't as well. take away a winger when your star player got 95 points during the season. Oh, no, no,
2: no, no, no. You You're misunderstanding. We're, oh, we're not taking Ryan Strom away. No, no. We're, t- no, we're take- no, we're taking bottom six winger Jesper Foster. and no, 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 no. And Putting him no, no, in no. the bottom six. If both players helped with
3: getting ninety-five points for your star player, most likely oh. Quinn is be like, "Huh, this works. Let's keep mm. this line together." So,
2: so you're telling me that you wouldn't even try using your? I never said playing? I would try. I'm just oh. saying
3: you're. No, no. Wait, you, now wait, you're wait, putting words say. in my mouth. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Now he's Hold putting on, words wait. in my oh, wait, mouth. Wait, wait, He's going to
0: ride the horses that got him here. Thank
3: you. That's exactly
0: what it is.
1: That I am understand that to a degree, but I mean, if you see that Kako's doing well in camp, why, Which not, he give is. A, why not give Which him he is. a better shot?
3: It's the same job. argument with Kratzov in the beginning of the year. He's doing great in preseason. Let's give him a top six role. Why? Well, what well if no, no, got, no, it's well, a little different than
2: that. No, I mean, no, it's, it's not different than that. Than yes, that. it is. It's the same because exact thing. It's Kratsov training doesn't camp have, doesn't have already a season of NHL experience under his belt, as Kako already does.
3: But it's not, when, it's not regular season games anymore. It's like, this is what got you to they close enough to the playoffs. This is what got you in that huge run. Right, and right. you're going to take away that top six just because you want Kako to have a top six role. Because I if they get it, earned, because, he's going to earn I, it
2: regardless. Because I'd rather have a more talented player play with more talented players. I yes, understand that. that. I I'm not like disagreeing.
3: And he's going to be in the top six next season. But the first game back, you're not going to put him in just because, wow, he has a really good camp. He looks really healthy. He looks really strong. But thought I it's possible. I,
1: I, I get it. But I mean, if they're starting to struggle with offense, you might as well just You might as well shot. do it.
2: So then, might as well do it. But okay, I mean,
3: yeah, but we don't know if they're going to struggle with offense. There's been no games, and you might not even see that line until the first actual qualifying round game.
1: So then what would your reaction be then if they just decide to make that change mid-game?
3: Oh, I I would love that? it regardless, but I'm just saying what's going to happen. I'm not saying what In-game, I want. game line
0: changes happen all the time. Exactly. Regardless, we want to see Kako on that second power play. Yes, Absolutely. we do. Yes. We yes. all yes. agree. Absolutely. We're we not agree. disagreeing we
3: on that point. We're, I'm just saying what we're going to see.
0: So let's talk about the fourth line, right? So we know the third line is going to be Di Giuseppe, Kiedel, uh, and Kako. At least at this point, that sounds right. like it's reasonable. Now, Lemieux, out. Ah, Lemieux would normally play left wing on the fourth line with Howden. And I, I have to say, I believe Julian Gauthier has earned – his spot is the
1: point. Sure. 100% agreed. Got yeah,
0: it fast, he can do it all. He's so, big,
2: he's got speed, he has more potential than Greg McKegg does. He's done everything. Yeah.
0: Is McKeg? is I mean McKegg was the guy who was there, so is McKegg going to start game 1?
2: I I think that if you you make Okay, so obviously the Rangers got Goché at the deadline. Mm-hmm. And you trade Joey Keane for Goche. You take from a position of strength in Joey Keane in your defensive pipeline, and you trade for a forward to increase your forward pipeline of prospects. Mm-hmm. I think that if you make that trade, and you're getting rid of someone like Joey Keane who is having an amazing season for Hartford, and you invest a, p- a player like that to get a player like Julian Goche, and you don't insert him into your lineup now, especially against the team that traded him to you, who he's going to have a chip on his shoulder to prove wrong, instead and put him Greg McKeegan instead, that's the wrong decision. Julian Gauthier's earned it. He's gotten full marks from Vince Mercogliano, who's been attending camp. Saying Gauthier's looked fast. He's looked strong, and his shots been good. And Gauthier even had two goals in the scrimmage yesterday when, uh, for, when Team Hank was going against Team Igor. So I think Gauthier's done more than enough to prove to Quinn that he deserves at least a fourth-line role, and depending on how he plays, could move up and down the lineup.
1: Well, also adding to what you know, Kevin's logic is that uh, you know Gauthier was playing solidly down the line before the season ended, so why not keep him there? I mean, absolutely. It's more, and, and 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 think about I mean, it; it's reasonable logic. Well, I, I didn't say it wasn't, Kevin. Goodness I gracious! I don't want them to
3: misconstrue you no. saying, like, you know, being sarcastic because you know no, that doesn't I'm, always come off as well. No, I'm um,
1: being very fair boys, here, boys, man.
2: Boys. <laughs> Let's ask, the, let's ask the new host what he thinks. Uh, oh yes! yes. Right? Oh yes! Do you, right th- when you what in, does man. he think? Do, do you think Greg McKegg should start on the fourth line or Julian Gogic? What is your opinion? Well, I think
0: it's Gogic. He's got to be there. So I just, to me, it's McKegg will play in place of the new. Um, I, I'd love for a guy like Kratzoff to get a shot,
2: but uh, yeah, I, me too.
3: He, that would be—he's not a early left. birthday present. Right, he's See, on the, the left
2: wing. The thing with Kravtsov is that he's not hes not the type of player you want on a, a checking line. Up. He doesn't have the skill set for that. He's a skill player who needs to play with skill players, and that's where he does his damage. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Kravtsov playing with Brett Howden and Greg McKegg is is not – that's not the move that's not no, going to help I his mean, development.
0: I mean, Kravtsov with Howden and Gouche, not McKeg. Oh, okay, sure, but, but still. On you the don't. Left wing, he did play a little bit in preseason. Right.
2: But you don't, again, you'd rather have him at least in a middle six role where he can be counted on to play with someone like Hedel or someone like Strom rather than on a checking line role in the fourth line.
3: Now, now we did see his defense improve, and I'm sure uh, our Hartford associate, Ricky, will attest to this, that you know, while down there, he did play more sound defense, and he looked more responsible in his own end, but... This is the NHL. This is playoffs. Like, do you want him on a fourth line where, let's say, you get thrown out there to stop one of the better lines? It's no, you don't exactly. want that. And I, personally, it's like, right, like, like Russell said, that's not his skill set. That's not why they drafted him, and that's not why he went, you know, for the Rangers' first pick in, in that draft. So, no, I agree. All right, <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> so we all defense. agree.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go straight. I'm gonna go straight to Russ with this because he loves these two guys. Let's go to the defense. We. There's nothing to discuss here, to be honest. We know who the defensemen are. However, there's been some conversation that Libor Hayek has done some good stuff in camp and has been talked about as to possibly getting a chance to breaking into the top six, which Quinn said, sure, we'll give it a look. I think that's... No, he, not here, or there. It doesn't matter anywhere. He's riding the same guys he got in with, and I don't think he's going to break up Brendan Smith and Jacob Truba, who were playing decent Okay, uh, towards the end of the season. big uh, Rangers were playing some pretty damn good hockey before Kreider got hurt. Um, I'm going to go to you, Russ. Do you actually think Hayek has a chance. And the only reason why I think maybe, it depends if there's some struggle, is because both Smith and and Truba are right-handed shots, and Hayek gives you back that left-right combination. All right, so
2: here's the, here's the breakdown here for the defense. Um, Ryan Lindgren and Adam Fox will not be separated, as they shouldn't be. They, they were the best defensive pair before this break started. Adam Fox, as much as Jacob Truba is being paid, and this is no disrespect to Jacob Truba because I love his game, I love what he brings, and I'm glad he's going to be a workhorse for us for the next seven years. But Adam Fox is this team's best defenseman right now. And he's only 22 years old, and he's going to get better. Um, his defense partner is Ryan Lindgren, and that's not going to change. They work well together, and Lindgren, with his nastiness and his hitting and his solid game, complements the puck-moving and cerebral game that Adam Fox has. Reach and boocaboo? What? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we go into the next defense pair. We have Truba and we have and we have Smith. I, it's it's known throughout this podcast, throughout the Twitter world. I'm not the biggest fan of Brendan Smith, but I will say. Brendan Smith and Jacob Trouba worked very well together when they were put together because Brendan Smith was solid back there, and he wasn't making a lot of mistakes. And Trouba was allowed to roam a little more and work more of that offense into his game, so they're not going to be broken up, which leaves one more defense pair, Mark Stahl and Tony D'Angelo. Now, Tony D'Angelo broke out this year. Obviously, he had the best season of his career, was one of the top offensive defensemen in the entire league. If Libor Hayek is replacing anybody in this lineup, it's Mark Stahl. And Mark Stahl was scratched this season, so it can't happen. The only way I see Libor Hayek breaking in is if Quinn wants a different look with Tony D'Angelo and and tells Mark Stahl, look, sit this game out, take a breather, and Libor Hayek will get a chance to play with Tony D'Angelo. Otherwise, I think our top six is set, and I don't think it's going to change unless Carolina really takes it to them and Quinn thinks he needs a different kind of look. But you really only see it in that second game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also, also, Russell, how much did it take you to finally actually say that Brendan Smith was okay?
2: Um, it, didn't take, it, didn't take, it didn't take as much as you might think because I love Jacob Truba and he helps Jacob Truba be better. So if anyone is helping our $8 million defenseman work better, all power to him.
3: Now, okay, I like to I'm, I'm happy this, to hear that. I like to pose this little thing. Hmm? Brendan Smith, the reason he probably got that contract that he <clears> did <throat> was because he played unreal in that first year we got him after the trade deadline from the, from the Red Wings. Absolutely. So I mean, him and Brady share were the best defensive pair in the playoffs might just turn into a completely different animal altogether. Uh, you, you want both. that playoff experience. Absolutely. And, I mean, like he could just be stagnant and then playoffs come and he shoots right up. Mark mm-hmm. has just been kind of sloping down, Ever since he got hit in the eye, I, 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 I agree. Yeah. Libor Hayek most likely will replace Mark Stahl out of anybody else. I, I can
0: only see Stahl being replaced if for some reason it's fatigue or he's tired.
3: Now, yeah, and I, just a side question for you I'm just curious what you think on this. Because of the cap, it's, it's really not going anywhere. Do you see Tony D'Angelo actually getting re signed this season?
2: Mm. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely.
0: If Nils Lunquist wasn't signed Ooh, I can't the wait to respond to this. If one. Nils Lunquist wasn't signed for a full year in the SHL next year, I'd say they'd have some reason not to maybe to consider something else but I'm sorry you just don't trade away your top scoring defenseman
2: And here is why it's, you're wrong. Uh,
3: <laughs> See, I look. Know, no, no, no. I don't want to make that. this a big thing. I no, didn't no, know, want you to sure
0: just wanted to podcast with these I guys. Wanna, <laughs> you are. You have been over. They have literally got. I mean, Kevin doesn't. Kevin, as soon as somebody pauses, is like. Well,
1: there's four of us. I need on, to throw it hold in. Hold on. Hold on. I've come to appreciate their flaws, so to speak, and the podcast <laughs> <laughs> doesn't get produced without me. Just saying.
2: Oh no! But to interject before you, before you go,
1: I have to say this go right,
2: you go?
1: John, go, for it, go for it. It. I said this on a previous podcast where it wouldn't be wise for them to just let one defenseman go and then not have someone take his place who is a veteran. But you guys kept yelling and didn't hear me. But I made my voice known, though I did. So, Mister Hartman, the tape, the floor
2: is yours, Mister right. Hartman. So. Let's go over this, right? Tony D'Angelo breaks out, has the best season of his career. We just went over this. Um, Hey, Tony. Yeah, Jeff, what's up? Yeah, um, so we're thinking about offering you a new contract, but, you know, in like a year, like your replacement's going to be here, and he's the top-scoring young defenseman in SHL history, and he's putting up historic numbers, and he's probably going to run the power play in about two years. Um, But do you want to sign a long-term deal here and maybe not have a position in the lineup because Adam Fox and Jacob Troubert are here? Um, I don't know about that. Uh, maybe we should explore about trading me since my job is not secure in about a season. Yeah, I think that might be the best idea. Click.
1: Contracts are tradable, Russell. Just saying. If they well, sign him to a, a contract equal to Brady Shea, you
0: they, they like- can move it. An SNL skit. It was terrible. One doesn't have to doesn't have to, go to prove <laughs> my point. Russell what? Russell didn't Dude. change
3: voices. I didn't Hell know well. when Tony D'Angelo was talking.
2: I, I didn't know when Tony was, no, was talking. If, oh, if, okay, okay, no. Kevin, Kevin, you want you want you want to do this? Let's go do this. If you're Tony no, 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 I, I agree it, with
3: you. I agree with you. I don't <laughs> think he he wants a long-term contract. It's not like he's hidden that. And it makes no he, sense. He, he signed for them the one to sign him deal to a long contract. All right, let, let's let's leave it, here, it and he proved it. You have okay, let's it. leave it at that because let's we
1: Let's leave it at that because we could sit here all night and talk We're about Tony have, D'Angelo. Have to
0: move on that. <laughs> all right. Um, let's talk about the last position. Uh starting goaltender. I think this is going to be the fastest segment. Uh, of the of the four that we had, I don't think there's going to be any question. But for me, it's Shesterkin with his uh, ten and two record in the twelve games that he played, two point five two goals against average, nine point uh, sorry point nine three two save percentage. He also faced over forty shots in five of his twelve contests and won every single contest. You know how I know all that because I put that on the website. What website is that,
3: Kevin? Uh it can't be foreverblueshirts.com, can it? it? Can. Oh, it man, can. I'm surprised. Oh. It can. It's
0: almost oh. as if it's powered by.
3: Almost. Are we?
1: I, I had know. no idea. I couldn't tell.
0: <laughs> JL, I mean- kick us off. You got, you deserve it. Go. You can go on this one first. Go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> my my heart says Lundquist, but my brain says Shisterkin. That's all I have to say on the matter.
3: It's telling me no. Know.
1: Vote vote Lundquist. <laughs>
3: that's
1: my, that's my, my body, my body. is telling, telling me Igor. Igor.
2: <laughs> Look, this is the easiest decision David Quinn has had to make this entire camp. There might be decisions made with the defense, the forwards, but this is simple. It's been simple. This competition has been blown out of proportion. I'm sorry. He's earned it ever since he got called up. He's been every bit the phenom we expected. Clutch saves, amazing athletic skills, acrobatic in the crease, doesn't come out too much, doesn't take too many chances, and he's solid. 10-2, 10-2, and two, every stat that you heard Ant say, there is no other decision to be made here. I understand we all love Hank, and we love the stats he has against Carolina career and how good he's been against them currently also. But it does not make sense anymore to start Henrik Lundqvist when you have the phenom in Igor Shosturkin already playing up to the standards we've expected him to play since we've drafted him from the KHL. And also, what kind of message does that send if you're cornering you, you bench him and just put Longquist back in after this? After the way he was playing before the pause? It's Shesterkin. It's always been Shesterkin. Hank will back it up. Georgiev's the third. Let's move on here.
3: It's Igor's job. Yeah. It is. I mean, like, I, I played devil's advocate the whole time just to be like, why not? But it's Igor's job. And that being said, it's like – we're, we might see a short leash. Let's say he really does like blank the bed, so I don't have to worry about Ant, you know, leaving me <laughs> out. Um, yeah. Let's say he really blank does just bed. crap out. <laughs> that that leash is bed. being pulled, and then Hank's going right back in. But that's not going to happen. Igor is is the goalie of the future. He there's a reason why he's a phenomenon. There's a reason why he had those stats in the KHL, and that's it. it there's the no argument here. To lose. I if love Hank. And I'll he- always love Hank. One of my favorite rangers of all time, top tier. But that's it. If he if he's gonna get a cup, it's gonna be this way. Igor's yeah. or Igor's leading the charge.
1: You'll always love Hank, but does Hank love you?
3: No, not me personally. Oh, <laughs> not not personally the fans. You know, the fans. fans. Yeah, yeah, say yeah. That. exactly. The fans. All
0: right, <laughs> that. <laughs> we're gonna go into our our last segment since the uh, the next podcast. Uh, I, Undecided exactly uh, how that's going to go down. I do have an interview lined up. I just got to make sure I get it all done. Uh, so it could be another pa- podcast later this week and the actual launch of the all new, all new.
1: He's going to forget about oh, us quickly, man. Oh, yeah.
2: You guys, hey, listen. Kevin,
0: who? You guys, sure. you guys gave me a week to prepare, man. Uh, so it's like now it's just like pick up and just mosey on down the road and get it done. So <laughs> it's it's either, you know, I can cry about it or I can just do it.
3: So it's just really – that. You could cry if you want to. No. You no. could leave your friends behind. Even,
0: even though it's my mm-hmm. podcast and I'll find <laughs> if I want to. There's no, there no friends of mine. All right. <laughs> last question. <laughs> I'm going to pose it to each of you. Um, take a couple of minutes. Be as honest as you can be. How far do you think the Rangers are going to go in this postseason, considering they have to first actually get into the round of 16 by playing the Carolina Hurricanes? I'm gonna go with Debbie Downer, Kevin Kruper, who I, I think oh. is home.
2: Oh, I'm not uh,
0: negative. Uh, I'm oh, just well, realistic. Yes, and if you think more, that's more, Downer, this whatever. Is definitely more of the on the negative side. But uh let's go with Kevin and <laughs> let's see what his thoughts are and give it, you know, break it down why you think it is
3: what it is. Okay, so at the time of the stoppage, the Rangers were the hottest team in the NHL. Now, if that carried them to the playoffs, we could have seen a whole mess of things, L.A. Kings style, where they just run train on everybody, and then whatever, and they make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Kevin, can you but say
2: that on, on a family show? I can't. <gasps> how uh, dare you? How dare you, Kevin?
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, personally, I really think it depends on how it's seeded. The Rangers will get most likely the toughest team, whoever gets the top seed, um, whether that be Boston or Lightning or whatever. But personally, I see them... Possibly making it past the first round, the real first round, and it really depends on who they play. If they play Boston, they're not getting past them. They had trouble with Boston all year. It's nothing's gonna change. I mean, let's say Pasternak doesn't come back, then that's good for them. But they still have stellar defense, stellar goaltending. Uh, it all depends. If they sweep Carolina and they're on a roll and then they keep going, then yeah, maybe second, third, second round conference finals, not making the Stanley Cup. I love them, but I, I personally don't think that's gonna happen.
0: All right, all right, JL. Ah, uh,
1: I'm gonna have to agree with the Debbie Downer there. Ah, uh,
0: realism. I, 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 th- I thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna be the one. I thought you were gonna be the Xanax of the group and be like, "Go Rangers all the
3: way." Okay, no, that's no, Russell. That's Russell. That's Russell. Obviously, no, you no, have no, been no, 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 listening. That's that's, that's
1: Russell. So the reason why I agree with Kevin. Normally, I would fight him on this point because that's all I do with him is fight. Um, it makes for good good. It listening. makes for good banter. And all that, as the kids like to say. Um, so, because I, I, we alluded to this on, a, on another podcast, which was powered by ForeverBlueShirts.com. <laughs> and um, and, <laughs> and uh, basically, the Rangers could have enough to go against the Hurricanes because it seems like they have more firepower up front. But I think if you end up facing a team like a Tampa Bay or a Boston. They're bigger, they're more physical, and for a younger team like the Rangers, I don't think that they could necessarily handle it unless they get some miracle run, which I pray to God that they do because that would be great, but realistically speaking, I don't really see them moving past the second round, and I hate to say that, but I'm sorry. I love the Rangers, but unless they have this miracle run and start making, you know, like miracles happen and, and everyone just starts playing out of their mind to a different degree, then it's probably going to be second or third round. I'm sorry. Sorry, aunt. I just,
0: you're saying they're going to be Carolina and then they're going to beat whoever there is in the, in the next round and lose maybe in the second or conference finals.
1: That is correct, sir. Your summation of my statement is correct.
0: Alrighty then.
2: Russell. Well, I mean, look, I have to agree with my two, my two boys here. Um, as good as this team was down the stretch and as talented as they are right now, um, the defense is really the question mark and you need a really solid defense core to win championships. Um, I've seen people compare this Rangers team to the St. Louis blues, compare Igor Shesterkin to Jordan Bennington and kind of the run they pulled off last year. But uh, the St. Louis blues defense core is, was miles and miles ahead of what we have constructed right now, even with the emergence of Adam Fox and Jacob Truba and Ryan Lindgren, um, I mean, Igor's, Igor, he's going to be good, but there's just going to be too much of an onslaught. Uh, I think they're going to get past the Hurricanes, but I think when they get into the round of 16, I think that when they have to take on one of the Capitals, Flyers, Bruins, or Lightning, I just think each of those teams is too deep. I think each of them has really good starting goaltending to match us. I mean, you go down the list, Rask, Vasilevsky, uh, Holtby, or, or um, oh, God, I forget the Russian kid's name, but he's really good too. I think Samsonov. and Carter Hart and Philly, um, and combined with all their good forward cores that all those teams have and their defenses above us. I mean, look, I'd love if this team went on a miracle run, but I just think that once they get into the round of 16, anything past that would be a miracle. And they're really good, and they're going to have a bright future, but the time is not now.
0: So here's my thoughts. So I'll wrap it up. The Rangers are going to beat the Carolina Hurricanes. The Rangers, it all depends. The, how far they go to me depends on who they draw in the first round of 16. When it comes to the Boston Bruins, that is the team they do not match up well against. And that is, they, they are the best team. And I think the Bruins would certainly do a number on the Rangers. I think they put up a fight. I don't think it'd be like the regular season where they didn't win a game. I think they put up a fight because they were, they were much better late and they played the Bruins pretty early on. Regardless of that, I, I, just, I have a hard time for them beating the Bruins. I think they could beat the Lightning. I think they could beat the Caps. The Caps are a team they seem to do very well against. So I think they could beat either one of those two if they were to draw it. The Flyers. The Flyers are interesting because the Flyers manhandled the Rangers. Manhandled them. It was a nightmare. One of those games was without Kreider, but it was a nightmare. Here's the deal with Allen and Bignot's teams. They either get knocked out real early or they go long distance. And they have a tendency, his team seems to have a tendency to get knocked out in the first two rounds. So the Flyers don't scare me as much as the Bruins do. If the Rangers get past any of those teams, I do not look at the field all the way to the Stanley Cup final and say that team is absolutely better than the Rangers. That team is absolutely, there's not a single team. I don't see it, not even in the Western Conference. I I don't see it.
2: You don't think, the Vegas Golden Knights. Nope. The, the Dallas Stars. Nope. The, wait, 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 wait. The Avalanche. The Avalanche. Nope. The St. Louis Blues. Nope. The Edmonton Oilers. To go
0: toe to toe. If they get past the first round, whoever that team is, what they get on that to me, they're on a roll now. If they get to the Stanley Cup final, I don't care who they face, they can beat any one of those teams.
2: You have a, It's a, you, It's a
0: matter of getting past that first round opponent. If it's the Bruins or the Flyers, that those are the two teams that scare me. The cat, Listen, every one of the teams you guys mentioned can beat them in that first opening round after the qualifier. I will say this. The Rangers will be, pl- be in a series playing competitive hockey while those guys are playing a round robin. I'm sorry. They're going to want to ratchet up the intensity. It will not be like a live-or-die situation. The Rangers couldn't be in a better spot in this 2014 tournament. That's just my
1: opinion. So I, I, I think they could take on a couple of those Western Conference teams. I think they're good. Oh, it depends on who it I is. I think they true. could.
2: It depends on who it is. Because they could definitely take on Edmonton. Oh, wait, There's nothing guys, special guys, about th- this. I don't think they can
3: take on Edmonton. I, I think I, they can. I don't
2: think anyone is going to stop Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisiedel. Pause really, for a second. I, really I,
3: li- I like to point out that Ant actually agreed with what I said saying that the only team that the rangers do not want to face in that round robin is the boston Bru- bruins and the uh-huh. fact that he called me a debbie downer for saying that means that he himself is a debbie downer therefore that's it it's uh-huh. done uh-huh. killed tried. by
1: association
3: uh uh-huh. i'm gonna be positive turn it around rangers win the whole thing let's go rangers <laughs>
1: oh great now because you said that kevin they're not gonna win it
2: thanks oh. man oh man oh, oh. remember no he remember. can cut it out he can cut it remember out. remember though if things go wrong against Carolina, it's okay. Because there is a consolation prize as we all know. Twelve point five percent. And if we it's get that big percent. It's a big yeah. that's that's hey, better listen. better they, than any other to lottery team but, had odds. And, and you right we'll now. find out right away. We'll know right yeah. away. Like, we'll know right that away that night. And if uh, that and if s- if that does happen error. if that does happen and this team gets the first pick, well, we're looking at four and seven, five and eight. We're going to win a lot. Of, we're going to we're going to win a few in the next in in the 2020s. I agree. And
3: and five and wait, wait. wait. Five cups in 8 years is what you And just this is said. and
2: this is and this is why I think so. Okay, tell us why you think so, Russell. You have a superstar number 1 center. You have a superstar winger and you're you're going you have another superstar winger in the waiting in Kako. You you're going to have another one in LaFreniere and you could possibly have another one in Krasov. And now you're one glaring hole at that point. Your defense is going to continue to grow. Keandre Miller is going to grow into his role. Nils Lundqvist is going to grow into his role. And you're still going to have the core with Truba and Fox and Lindgren around them. Igor Shishkin's is only going to get better. The only thing they're really going to have to worry about if they really want to be serious about competing and winning championships in the next few years is finishing that center ice position and getting stronger down the middle because finish, i think
1: finish finish and i'm not talking because about the trade I, mean, I really i really think always
2: trade i really think on a stanley cup winning rangers team ryan strom is the 3c and there is a better 2c in that spot
3: you know there's that a guy you know, whose so. contract's up and is an rfa that Ooh, can be traded for be? a center that tough. could also be an rfa but you know it, well, okay,
2: maybe not five and eight. But we'll, I, I would say at least three in, the, I, I, I would say like three in the next decade is a pretty good prediction if they get Lafreniere.
0: All right, boys. That's a high note. Let's, let's start to say goodbye.
1: Oh, see, he's kicking us out already. Man, yeah, let's exactly. get rid of this. Getting
0: us out here. My cast has been going on a while, actually. It went longer than I thought. Um, all right, so I feel like I'm Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. We're <laughs> about to get in the hot air balloon. So I'm going to say goodbye. My scarecrow,
3: you'll so, miss me. The most. No, 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 no. You're, you're,
2: you're,
3: you're definitely the cowardly lion. Uh, oh, at least I found courage all along. So, so Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. And
0: so, so big personality and a big ass mouth to go with it. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was you with a little bird in the ears of Russ saying, we got to do this on our own. I knew it was... Oh, my...
1: Yeah, oh, that was... That's yeah, oh, because God. both of us are incapable Neither, of independent thoughts. Oh, They've independent never thought, thought it to themselves. Oh. Oh, ever, ever since Russell it's invited so
0: me.
3: <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> uh, that's why he resents me. He thinks it's all my master plan. And he's come to fruition after all these years. <laughs> yeah, I mean...
0: Uh, yeah, I rue a day that I brought you on. Um, no, but honestly... Uh, I appreciate you know you you brought a lot of a lot of fun to the podcast. Uh, whenever you did write for the website, wasn't much, but you did have you have a way about writing, pretty funny, uh, very knowledgeable. I uh, thank you and want to wish you some some good luck. Well, thank you and uh, success with your podcast coming up. Uh, JL JL is my Tin Man. So J, J, JL has a lot of heart. He's a, he's a he's a good guy. Always very complimentary to me. Uh, always wanting to be really helpful and extend himself, and so on and so forth. And I know how much work he he's done on this podcast. He's super talented. Uh, I think he he's a great host. I think he's got he's got a knack for it. And uh, plus, obviously, you know he's good with produ- you know, producing it, putting it together, and you know I, I just want them to know both Kevin and Russ that if I can produce a podcast on my own, they really don't need you. So you really should. Oh
1: man. Oh wow. See, who's saying wow. what now?
0: Wow. It's all been Kevin,
1: wow. but here I was, I was, me. I uh, thought for a second I was going to be like, Oh wow. I'm actually eighth, feeling oh, a little
3: emotional now. Oh, but and then thanks, he just throws man. it in the garbage. Yes. Um, Under the bus like the I go. Tin can so, you are.
0: But seriously, thank you, JL. Thank you for everything. Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll talk. I'm sure i I can pin you and be like, hey, what the hell am I doing here, um, <laughs> Russell? Of course, Russell, Anthony. Russell, Russell, Russell's, Russell's my scarecrow. Um, this one, this one's, this one's gonna bother me a bit, to be honest. It's a long time. I mean, um, the Full Tilt Hockey Network basically launched in 2013. Um, Russell came on probably around 2014 when I had the Full Tilt Mm Hockey Network website.
2: First, first article I ever wrote for Ant was about Scott Darling taking over the crease in Chicago.
0: Correct. And that was on the, uh, NHL website I had. Mm -hmm. It's it's, kind of sad because I'm going to be launching a new NHL website, the Daily Gold Horn soon. Uh, and it's like Russell's leaving right before that goes on. Um, yeah, I plugged myself, (laughs) Um, but yeah, Russ, uh, I wish you, I wish you well. I'm glad to see you, uh, you you know, obviously take a lead, do what you have to do. Uh, and I wish you all the best. So I don't want to get too emotional. I'm being very thankful to all three of you. Um I think it sucks that you're leaving. All right? I think you're all scumbags, but that's another story. <laughs> I knew it. I
2: know I, knew it. Uh, I knew going on. Like, I knew It was like going it was it
3: going to be nice nice, nice, nice. that uh, I was waiting right yeah. I was yeah.
1: waiting for the bomb. Everybody I know you guys, know.
3: but I hate you. Um, Get out of my sight. I am going to crush
0: things. you. All the nasty things <laughs> <of> jokes. <laughs> uh but anyway, heartfelt thank you. And I'm going to now toss it over to you guys, Russ, since you, you're the original host, to break down, say your goodbyes, and uh, obviously give everyone uh, a shout out to what you're doing next and where
2: they can find you. So it's been a long road for me here. About It's my sixth year working with Ant ever since he found my little uh, journalism project, uh, NHL of Past, Present, and Future, on the interwebs a long time ago. Um, it's been a pleasure writing for the past six years and hosting this podcast for the past about two and a half. Um, I mean, Ant took a chance on me when no other sports writing place would uh, way back when I was a journalism student in college. Um, I'll always be grateful to Ant for giving me that shot to dip my feet into the sports water. Um, And without Ant and his, you know, inviting me onto the pod, inviting me to the website, um, giving me all this freedom to talk sports... I wouldn't have gotten my job at NHL.com. I wouldn't have had some of the opportunities I do now, and I wouldn't have met one of my best friends in John Luke Shapiro. So, I mean, all positive things to say about Ant. And, you know, look, from, from all my co-hosts who I've had, Cappy and Zach and Kevin when I brought him on and jail when he joined us and all the guests we've had on the podcast over the years, from the bottom of my heart and all the listeners that have followed us, thank you. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you for listening to us rant about the Rangers every single week and letting us speak our passions about this team. And if you'd like to follow me and Kevin and John Luke in our newest venture, we are starting a podcast called Skyscraper Sports, covering all the tri-state area sports, Rangers, Devils, Islanders, Yankees, Mets, Jets, Giants, Knicks, Nets, NYCFC, Red Bulls, if I forgot one. They can say it in their goodbyes. But uh, if you're interested in following us where we're going from here, it's at Sky Sports NY Pod. That's at Sky Sports NY Pod for all your New York sports needs. We will be around in the Twitter sphere if you would like to talk to us. We will be here.
3: Kevin. Uh, yes. Uh, I remember it was a fateful day. I was at work. Russell gave me a call and basically said, hey, look, do you, you want to talk about the Rangers? And I, I'm sure I saw the story before, but. The fact of the matter is I was like, yeah, I'll talk to Rangers with you right now. What do you want to talk about? Like trade deadline? So that's like, no, 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 Like professionally on a podcast. I'm like, podcast? What are you talking about? I don't want to do that. So no, 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 it'll be fun. I do this with this guy. Cappy, you can't do it right now. it will be great. Just it's called full tilt hockey. It's awesome. Full tilt Rangers. Like, sure. Why not? Did it. I remember, uh, blog talk radio was one of the worst experiences ever because it like (laughs) blared in my ears while I did it. It, I, I, but regardless, I loved it because we could have callers and, you know, we had Mm -hmm. our guests and, you know, that's the first time I talked to Steve, Snapboy Steven, you know, it was the first time I talked to Cappy. uh, And then eventually when it was like, Hey, do you want to start writing for us? I was like, sure. Why not? I remember writing my, not fluff pieces, but you know. I tried to put a little humor, throw my little writing style in, and I'm glad Ant appreciated it. I don't know if anybody else did. I mean, I got comments, but not all of them were friendly because they told me that I knew nothing and I was a hack. But, you know, that's what happens when you write in New York. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Ant can attest to that. But, no, this is a great experience. I never thought I would do anything like this, just talk about one of my favorite teams. I mean, I want to thank Russell in the first place to getting me into hockey when I was in middle school. I want to thank JL because, like you know, he really took this podcast to the next level when he came. He's very talented. I want to thank Ant just for giving us the platform in the first place. I mean, without you, we wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't get the chance to, you know, talk in Russell's ear and pull him away from this. I would never <laughs> have the opportunity in the first place. Sure. So, thank you, Ant. I really do appreciate everything you've done for us. I really hope there's no hard feelings and
0: oh, no, I, no, I, I don't worry about it no no there's, there's hard feelings <laughs>
3: there's
2: but just you know feeling.
3: i hope you have a small place in your 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 stone heart of yours so uh no but thank you again for letting us do this I, i've had so much fun doing this and, and it's here, not it's not about the cursing please not, whatever he not. says it's not just about the I, cursing. I don't care i really want
2: really to state this bef- right right before the end Huge shout-out to Michael Kaplan for all the work he put yes, in for the first year. Definitely. Huge, huge shout-out to my boy, Cappy, for Thank everything you. we did with Tilted Ice, Tilted Ice North of Pen, Tilted Ice Center Ice, everything we did. Cappy, I love you. I hope you're hearing this. We, we got to talk soon. We will.
0: JL, <laughs> round the right.
1: Okay, well, I'm so privileged to follow Benedict Arnold. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not really good with goodbyes, so I'm really going to try and do the best I can here. I remember it was a a game against the Montreal Canadiens, and I was at Madison Square Garden with my friend. It was October 6, 2017, and I was on Twitter going on the way home, and I saw that Forever Blue Shirts, this website that I had been following because they got the Shattenkirk news right, um, was looking for writers. And, you know, I had been dabbling in broadcasting for some time now, but I always wanted to put my thoughts on paper. So I reached out to Zach, who I'm totally grateful for him actually reading my message. And um, I wrote a segment piece and uh, they got it approved by Mr. Big Man over here. And I I became a part of the site. And it was always nice to uh, have a thought or opinion and just having that Vehicle to try and just put it out there on whatever I wanted. I've written some of the coolest articles. I've written some of the dumbest things that I've ever put out there. Uh, me wanting Eric Carlson, I actually take that back. I'm so sorry. I, uh, you I that. told you. I told you when you were writing that. that. But I told you. So okay, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, save it. Save it for Sky Sports Pod. Okay, um, um, Sky
3: Sports NY Pod. Sky
1: Sports at Sky Sports NY Pod. But anyways, yeah. um, I felt honored. I remember one time we, uh, the Rangers were playing the Islanders and and Ant was doing like a, f- a phone in and uh, I called in and I also called in when uh, when they did the whole like uh, David Quinn is coming in or no when A V got fired or around that time and they're like, oh yeah, we, we need uh, someone on the podcast. It's like, okay, I'll do it. Russell approached me and he said, "Come on, listen to the podcast and And ever since then, uh, it's been a cheery ride. I've always wanted to be a part of something with a team of people. And I'm so glad that Russell brought me on. I'm so glad Kevin embraced me for whatever I have. And I can't uh, thank Ant enough for allowing us to be goofs and allow us to spearhead and take this podcast, you know, to wherever we wanted to take it. Um, Because of Forever Forever Blue Shirts, I have the little following I have on Twitter. Um, The people who have read my articles, you guys are just fantastic. I love interacting with you guys. Russell you're the man, really.
2: You're the man, bro. You're the Kevin. Man. Now, JL is oh. the JL, man. JL, let me, let oh. me tell, wait, wait, let me tell everyone J- out there something about JL really quick. All right. Look, oh boy. I said this on a previous podcast, but I'm gonna expand on it right now. Really quickly. Give me a second here. Give me a second. Okay.
0: okay. Look,
2: I meant, I meant every word of what I said before when I said that JL is one of my best friends now because he truly, truly is this man. And his love for baseball, and his love for all things stats about baseball and hockey, and how passionate he feels about his sports teams, and and every just every all the conversations we've had, the late night conversation about his Mets memories, and every and, and just everything about this dude, jail. Without you, we are not the well-oiled machine that we are. And from from the bottom of my heart, man, yo, I love you. Dude. Oh, thank you, man. man. I,
1: love, I love you too, Russell. And Kevin, you're okay.
2: Thanks. Um, uh, no, but all, in all, but all in all,
1: at the end of the day, thank you, Russell. Those see, are you kind know, words. Now you see I it really is me that, that gets the slack. Oh, uh, yeah, please, Kevin, stop. Uh, anyways, all, all, all kidding aside, all kidding aside, I couldn't have asked for a better group of people. All the contributors in the chat, uh, Zach, Steve, Natalina, our new Steve, who I'm sorry, I wish I could have interacted with him more through the website. Ricky, Jeff, Ricky, Jeff Greg, everyone that's come in and out. Hello, Cappy, Cappy you Cappy. were- <laughs> Cappy! was one of the few people. <laughs> Cappy, let me let me just say something right now. Cappy was one of the few people that actually believed in me off the start outside of Ant, and he's one of the real- reasons why i went hard with this cappy was a huge support to me uh zach was nothing but gracious uh when he was on the podcast he was able to get guests we couldn't get and at the end of the day mr scultore over here i can't even appreciate i can't even put into words how thankful i am because with this uh, without this little thing here I wouldn't have any sort of either following or recognition or whatever. That all comes from you, from the great work that you do. I am really going to miss being here. Thank you to everyone Thank at you, 4B. Man. I Thank love you, you all. Now let me go back to bed, <laughs> damn it.
0: <laughs> I, wish you, I wish all three of you luck. Um, I have a glass of to send you guys off. I've been sipping uh-huh. a glass of Glenlivet18. <laughs> so I've been enjoying a very nice uh, single I, l- <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like to shove in your face how nice this drink is. Um, I drink my summer lager, lager in my, my angry in, orchard green I, listen, apple I, had, I, had a
0: beer. I had a beer at dinner, but I just felt <laughs> like I had a little scotch. And by the way, everyone, I'm going to let people know that this is eventually going to go up on Instagram and YouTube, and I'm going to try and, and get the videos out. I'm going to try and elevate. I know JL is something that he wanted to do, but I guess – I'll have to do it on my own. (laughs) Thanks, buddy.
3: Um, As you do everything already.
0: (laughs) No, kidding aside. Uh, So I'm going to take a sip for you guys. You know, cheers. Cheers. You can always come home, except
3: Kevin. (laughs) Uh, I'll just go, I'll just sneak in the way I did last time. and you'll just never know. (laughs) Who's this new writer writing everything? It's
0: Squidward
3: tentacles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to say goodbye the way you guys normally end every show. And normally uh, the old podcast, one of you guys would say, it's your turn this week to to take us out with a Let's Go Rangers. But let's all just, for the love of it, do it together. I'm going to count to three, and we'll all drop it and end this podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we're all heading out the old podcast and in with the new with a Let's Go Rangers chant. On three, two, one. Let's let's go, Rangers!
1: Rangers.
3: Way to go, guys! Thank Hope you. that sounds good in post. We'll see. <laughs> Bye, guys.